Welcome to the ITSM Review Podcast, news, reviews and resources for worldwide ITSM professionals. Learn more at theitsmreview.com. SysAid is a leading provider of IT service management solutions, serving over 10,000 companies worldwide. Its affordable, innovative and intuitive ITSM software is 100% driven by its customers, inspired by their evolving needs in constantly changing business and IT landscapes. To learn how SysAid can improve your IT environment and better your IT service delivery, please visit www.sysaid.com. Welcome to the ITSM Review podcast. This is podcast number five. I am Barclay Ray. And as ever, I am joined, oh, actually, back from her sabbatical in the last podcast, it's Rebecca. And um, I did, actually. (laughs) Rachel or uh, Sarah? Sarah, Yeah. Yeah, Um, Welcome back. Very much. What were you doing during the last podcast? So I was in San Francisco attending that's knowledge. Not, that's not good enough. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had a lovely time though. Well, I'm sure our listeners are delighted to hear that. <laughs> um, we're actually at the SDI conference, uh, which has been great. And we have several guests to talk to you this morning. And winners all, this is the winner's table. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to start by, talk, by introducing you to, to Karen, Karen Taylor. Hi, Barkley. Welcome. Thank um, you very much. From CoSocia. So you, you, you won the best large service desk. Yeah, the best large service desk. What an absolute privilege that was. Yeah, it was wonderful. We know each other from, from doing some work, but I mean, tell us a little bit about your operation and why it's why you won. What's the, what's, what's the differentiator that's, that made you win? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, CoSocius is uh, a new organisation uh, that was only formed um, 1st of April. Uh, but we support uh, local governments. Uh, back in 2009, there was a, a local government review in Cheshire, um, and two new councils were formed, uh, Cheshire East and Cheshire West Council, uh, with a shared service function. Uh, it was decided, uh, always been the ambition to, to make us a commercial business. Um, that actually came came true, uh, 1st of April, so now we've all been trooping across into this new wonderful, wonderful company called So Cocious. So Cocious. So Cocious. I think that's just going to have to change to So Cocious now. It's a heavy night, I apologise. I hope nobody from the company are listening in. But yeah, the awards actually, actually fantastic. For me, it was always about, you know, we've benchmarked ourselves against the industry and the industry standards. We've engaged with SDI now for about 18 months. We've gone through the certification journey. That's all very good, I said, but the actual awards gives you recognition for, for what you do as a team. Um, we entered last year, um, we were fortunate to get shortlisted, and we came runner-up to Virgin Media. So we thought, well, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound, let, let's go in for it again this year. And, you know, the, the effect's absolutely really, really great. I uh, really can't wait, uh, it's strange to say, can't wait to go out to work tomorrow and meet the rest of the team and, and take the, the accolade back and, mm-hmm. and, and share the experience again with them. So it's So you've it's got great. the you've got SDC certification as well. Or are you just doing that? No, we have got certif- uh, certification in January this year. So mm-hmm. we, we undertook the, the pre audit um six months prior. Um, that gives you a really good understanding of, of where you are, benchmark, you give you some improvements uh, to, to focus on. Uh, so yeah, we got three star accredited, just narrowly missing out on that four star. Um, but that was just down to some data we, we didn't have from the reporting side. Um, and then it's all booked in again for January uh, next year. And hopefully we'll, we'll get the four star certificate next time. Brilliant. So I mean, in terms of the, you know, just 
what you had to do for the for the award. I mean, was that similar to the certification, or was it more or less or, or different? Um, I'd probably say it was a lot easier because we'd gone through the certification. Um, the way that you actually put the presentation, you look at the nine concepts, uh, what SDI put out. And to be honest, the, the, you know, they going for the, the certification, it's all evidence-based. It's really a hard four days to be able to present it and to provide substantial evidence for what you're actually talking about. But for the award, it's a really good way of, of bringing the team back together and, and visualising what you do in a submission pack, which you can really bring to life and, and bring how you are as a company and, and put your stamp really on, onto that. So, yeah, I'd say the, the award was eased because we had done the certification, but it's not necessarily you have to do the certification. And in, in all honesty, we probably put the award pack together uh, at, the, at the time we were doing the pre-audit. So when they came on site to do the pre-audit, we were able to use last year's submission pack to, to back our evidence up and it, it really helps and kind of focused your mind on each of the different sections that you needed to put in. So I was, I was talking to um, a couple of guys from a team yesterday and I was asking them if they've ever thought about going forward for the award and they said that um, it always just seems that they've got something else going on it's mm. never a good time. So what would your advice be to a team that was kind of feeling a bit like that? Yeah, I, you know, that, that that year I sat here the two year, three years ago now in Heineken and we were like, yeah, I think we should go and have a look at this. And it's not that difficult um, as long as you've got somebody with the, the vision, which, you know, I had, I said, right, come on team, we want to go for this. This is all the benefits that you want to get out of it. You allow yourself enough time. That's a real key part for this is don't think you can just turn it around in a couple of weeks. Uh, you really need to plan enough time to actually go out, get yourself out of the, the business area, get yourself in a, you know, a dark room and, and start digesting it and putting all the concepts uh, and splitting them down so don't tackle the whole thing at once take each of the nine concepts definitely um, but no it's 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 really good so go, i mean going forward what, what what will that what do you think that will do for you both as a as a team and as a business do you think it's going to give you some some value some additional use at, above and beyond what it's actually already done yeah i think from from a team perspective you know, it's really, really hard work working on a service desk and, you know, we take an awful lot of calls on a day to weekly basis. The guys understand why we've got process and procedures, but they now realise that, you know, what they're doing is for a reason um, and what we do is industry and it's award winning. So they're just, you know, they'll build onto that. I think from a business perspective, uh, as I say, we've just come a commercial business. It's going to really showcase us and our IT services as somebody who you can come and do business with. Um, so hopefully it's going to start attracting some, some new customers. Uh, but it's given that our existing customers that sense that, you know, it's not a perception. Perception of IT is always, you know, some people are a bit negative. Some people would rather not phone a service desk, but they know that come and contact us, we can do an exceptionally good job for you uh, and we'll always deliver at the, exactly the same standards from the first call in the day to the, the very last call in the, in the day. Yeah. So I know the award's not about the video, no. <laughs> but tell us about your video. Oh yeah, the, the video is absolutely fantastic. I think we're, we're really quite blessed. There's a guy in our team who's a, a bit of a, would love to go into production. We, we went away and we, we took from last year's concept of where we put it against the, the men in black because we all dress in black so it's a service desk in black 
Uh, so this year we wanted to follow that same film idea uh, and say so we went away and very quickly we came up with Forrest Gump uh, because I, you know, they, they say life's like a box of chocolates and very quickly we were like, oh, we really like the idea of the table tennis, um, the sitting on the bench, the actual coming into the room. But where that's quite negative from a Forrest Gump, we've really turned it into a customer focus. So IT is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get because what first call in the day could be completely different to the, the next call in the day um, so yeah the, the actual inspiration um, and you know I went to my managing director who was a colonel in the regular army before he joined us and I said have you got any army uniform that we could borrow for the shoot and he went I'll be in it and I was like wow okay that, that's really great so where they had the drill sergeant bit when they went to the front line and bobber he said, well, you know, would you mind calling me Colonel? Um, so we were like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. And, you know, he's, he came in and everybody just chucks themselves into the, the whole production and, the, you know, the, the whole thing's a, a fantastic opportunity. And um, we, we've even added on this year, because we've got a staff conference next week uh, for doing the bloopers and the outtakes. And I think that's actually funnier than the actual video, although the video went down actually tremendous last night. It, it kind of stormed on the night, really. I felt quite sorry for some of because I thought all the videos were funny. Mm. But I think, you know, in, in comparison... It was one or two, yeah. Because yeah. last year we had one where, on one of the awards, the, the video that everybody liked didn't win, and yeah. it just felt... It was, the JMC, yeah, yeah it know, was excellent, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Just, just bring. We have, we have. I mean, this, this, this is a podcast with service desk royalty on it. We've, we've got, <laughs> we've got our five star um, service desk manager, Kirsty Watson. Well, welcome. Hi, Barclay. How are you? Are you, are you, are you nursing a sore head today, or? I'm surprisingly healthy actually after the night we had because we were we were celebrating big time mm -hmm. as you guys obviously yeah, were yeah. it was a, a fantastic night a lot of celebration going on in the yeah, room definitely. um <laughs> tell us mad dancing and strange wigs i noticed and a horse's head i've just seen him outside i said he was he that was feels like my a, head this morning yeah. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about, um, and actually in relation to what Karen's just saying, you know, in terms of the certification process, but you, you've got to the pinnacle of that this year. Um, congratulations on that. Um, tell us a little bit about what, what that has meant or, you know, what that's involved in terms of journey for the organisation and value to the people. Yeah, I think the people actually have valued it um, tremendously. We're so proud of, of the achievement that we've, we've done this year. For it to be an internal service desk that gets that kind of um, accreditation is just something that we, you know, can barely put it into words. Uh, the customer satisfaction and, and people satisfaction within the team is, you know, on a high at the moment. The people are buzzing. We we got um, 11 of us down last night to celebrate the success of the, the five-star achievement. And uh, it's been tremendous, really. We're, we're still on a a massive fire yeah. since we had the, the audit in, in February, so we're really, really proud. I think I think it was a good idea as well to actually, because there, there's, you know, there's a reasonable number of organisations going through it, three and four star now, mm. but actually to to present at the end the five star puts it just at, at, at the top. What, what, what's, the, what's the kind of, you know, big takeaway that you've got from that then? I mean, had, was, was it a big jump between 
four star and continuing from that to to what you had to do or i think we had a, a pretty solid four star i think the biggest thing for us was um the performance results and the reporting we needed to get that all in line and and get ourselves what we found was the um we thought that we would be struggling for the the wow factor part um and you know really proud that we had we had three or four actual mentions on on the wow factor um people of course being the the biggest of all of those which was amazing um but yeah it it was just a journey that we we wanted to take and and we knew that we were doing a really good job and really being there for our customers and and their customers because we you know obviously o2 a massive company in the, in the uk um and we don't have direct line of sight to the man on the street with the phone but we are there supporting the people who support them and that's that's really what we do day in day out tell us a little bit about the positioning because it's quite interesting where the service desk sits because you outsource all of it except the service desk is that right yeah well we have um we actually sit within service management which is completely independent of it and networks um which for me joining a couple of years ago was a, a bit of a strange concept but it, it really does work it it takes it to be um less about the the it and more about the service for us um so we've we've gone on quite a, a journey of um taking the education and information back out to the community so we do things like we have guru appointments we do site visits we actually go out and and visit people in their offices you know go and visit with finance for two hours because we know that there's some things that are just little niggles that you probably would never ring the service desk about you just live with them um we we've taken that back out to the the business and saying look we're here to help can we do anything for you proactively as opposed to just sitting and waiting for the the calls to come in so so you were just saying that your so your service desk is not based on it it's based in no, no. service management That's so right. but, but are your are your service desk staff are they technical staff or customer services they well we we've got a, a really good mix we have some uh some of the guys on the service desk have been there for upwards of 12 years um and some are you know fairly new to the organization and um, so we've got they've come from different roles within the organization some are very technical and some are a little bit more customer service so we've got quite a good mix I think and um, as Barclay said we've got uh, Telefonica Global Technology uh, do all of our IT for us and um, so we kind of work very closely in collaboration with those guys but we can keep a bit of a distance being in service does that free, management. Does that free you up a bit to, to, to be, if you like, sort of slightly independent or broker yeah. more yeah. than the... I think it does. Um, we, we can look, um, I guess we kind of hold the mirror up to those guys and say, look, this is what the service should look like. Mm -hmm. Get on and deliver it. And, and I think it, it puts us in quite a unique position, actually. Mm -hmm. And you said um, that your guys have come from the organisation. So, do you employ from from O2, from other areas of O2, or do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, as as with all uh, organisations, teams change, organisation moves, and and things happen. And some of the guys have come from customer service, or they've come from big system support areas, and and things like that. And we we're very um, conscious of. of bringing on talent from within the organisation so 
two of my management team at the moment. One of them's a, a, a permanent move up into the management team, if you like. He came from the service desk and had a, a number of years experience there. And another one that's on secondment is actually um, a, an analyst, okay. sort of on a, a temporary basis for a year uh, for covering a, a maternity leave. So we do like to kind of... What would you say <coughs> is the ratio of sort of internal moves to external people coming into the service desk? I have been there for two years and we've never taken it. In that really? time, we've never taken anybody externally. Wow. On. No, it's all, that's quite it's all good. It, yeah, yeah, I think we, um, we're very conscious of the fact that you need a bit of organisational knowledge yes. to, to be on the desk. Mm. And um, we like to think that we're quite <coughs> close to our customers. And I mean that internally, obviously. But um, yeah, we we do have a very big culture of, of you know talent from within and career progression. So is that something you do, can as well? Yeah, we we've got a quite a high uh, staff retention level. One of the things we 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 undertook though about eighteen months ago was just to completely restructure the service desk, and we took the basic kind of core loggers, which was a really low first time fix, and moved it into a full technical desk. So yeah, we at that stage we went out and we recruited quite a number uh, of people. I think. We probably only took over about two people through the whole of the, the, the transformation. It was a whole organisation structural change. We try and bring in technical minded people, but it's really, as you say about customer service, critical that they've got the technical expertise, uh, but also that customer care uh, and customer service. So it is trying to get that balance, but certainly when it's an upgrade, you know, or an actual career progression. One of our latest ones, we had a modern apprentice with us for 12 months. He did it absolutely fantastic. Um, and he was successful in gaining a full-time position. So you could really see that the benefit, he'd been there for 12 months. We kind of shaped and, and helped him on his kind of career path. And now he's, I think he's the most eligible man in Chester because he's, you know, he's still at home. He's 18 and he's got all this, <laughs> all this money. He's just ordered his, his, his first car and, you know, but he's somebody now that we've got a real career path for him so I mean it's quite a big message and it's been coming out over the last couple of days about you know developing your your people and relationships and nurturing them the happiness mm. stuff that we're all dancing around doing yesterday yeah, or yeah. whatever I mean what what just to sort of move the conversation what, what do we think are the takeaways from this conference that, that you guys have got? I, I think I think for me on that happiness thing yesterday it was it really kind of ticked a, a quite a number of boxes that <coughs> we've all, already do that kind of thing within the, in the office uh, where you're not you know you've got the KPIs and you've got performance and you've got your talk times and it, you know you've got to be able to deliver that but it's also that chucking the bags of sweets with you know which we do we have um, Friday sessions where you know, we have a little mini competition. The person who can close the most calls within a, an X amount of hours, they can go home early. Uh, so we try and bring that kind of fun factor in. And I think that's probably what's contributed for us actually winning the award because we're all as one and we're a big team and we work together. And when you've got big teams, it's you always get the individual who sometimes, you know, oh, I'm having a bit of a bad day, but we can all cajole and, and move them along. So, yeah, I think making sure that we keep that happiness and that, that place of you know somewhere good to work um, and I think that's reflected then in your staff retention because people people stay with you mm. uh, and people want to come then and work on the service desk because they see what fun we kind of have um, opposed to you know a back-end third uh, support DBA or you know a, something in that area. And do you think that um, 
the service desk now is more of a career <clears throat> because it always used to be the, the stopgap, didn't it? You went onto the service desk and you mm. were there for 18 months or whatever and it was just a stepping stone to something else. And do you find now that that's changed more in your team? Yeah, I think I think the way we, we did the structure because we, we've recognised the, the technical knowledge of the people on the service desk. So their, if you talk about the pay, their pay is equal to somebody who works on server support or exchange support. So the the benefit of working in that area is is much greater than you know it ever used to be. Um, but those skilled people know around the different technologies. We make sure they get the training and you know they understand network, they understand how the servers are, uh, you know the Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's kind of bringing that forward but yeah I think it's, it's what about you the um the big thing for me yesterday uh, in Alex's talk was the results and relationships I think that just really uh, resonated for us uh, in terms of the the hygiene factors if you get them right and it's all, it's all good and everybody's treated fairly and paid well and you know your bonus is as good as the man next to you let's say that and then uh, but it's, it's the little things, and, and we talked about this actually at the table uh, mm. yesterday evening. I was kind of telling some of the guys uh, from the team what we'd heard yesterday, and they said it's so true, that that kind of, you know, the relationships that you build. Mm. You, you may not have a, a social relationship outside of work, mm. but that kind of knowing that you're appreciated and, and the little things that, you know, it might just be uh, coffee and muffins on a Monday morning mm. or something like that or fish and chips on a Thursday lunchtime that's a big favorite for mm -hmm. for our team um, it, it's just about kind of feeling appreciated and, and having a, a bit of a smile on your face when you're sat at your desk yeah. it just makes all the difference doesn't it because I mean the, the actual message of you know like happiness principle when it started coming out a few years ago I mean at one level it's 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 almost Try, you know, people going to well, you know, it's a bit California and all that. So. But actually, sorry? Yeah, but actually, you know, I mean, it is a sensible thing. For a bit. If you look after your people, then they're going to look, look after your business for you. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's so true when they say that, you know, you spend most of your life sleeping, which is yeah. ridiculous, isn't it? But, um, and then, you know, at work. So if you're not happy, exactly. what else, you know, what else are you going to do? It just yeah. seems. I think we've we've um, changed location as well, um, and we moved right into the city centre of Chester. The meeting rooms are always full, so you know one of the things that we've started doing now is going out for one to ones team meetings to your local coffee shop, uh, you know, and taking a member of staff out for a one to one, buying them a cappuccino and a muffin. The dynamics of that conversation completely changes than when you were stuck in a traditional meeting room so I think it's about the environment as well what you actually when you want to engage with people and putting that right message across it yeah it really works so this this is the the winners podcast and uh, we're now joined uh, by Sarah from Sussaid and congratulations to you as well for winning the the, the best vendor award um you. you you're you're sitting amongst the other the winners as well so it's a very positive session. What, what does that award mean to you then, Sarah? What, what, what's, what's that involved for you and your company and, and how, how will you use it going forward? First, I need to correct you because we are not the winners. Our customers are the winners. Okay. And the award goes to them. What I said in the interview is that we can come up with creative ideas. If they would not engage, we are nothing. 
so I can be sitting there talking about community and seated on the road and videos that we do and survey we send out to and they can be just out there they will not be amazing and participate invite us to everywhere in the world engage in the community talk to us in round tables tell us what to do we will not be amazing so it's not our reward it's their reward we have nothing without them so mm -hmm. that's exactly what it means to me that our family is great that our customers are amazing and the only thing that we need to do is absolutely nothing apart from listening to what they have to tell us and that what makes us stand and that's exactly what I've been telling them on Facebook and emails this morning just keep talking to us and we will work all the way always I mean it's, 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 it's a brilliant message just not only for I mean one to come to hear that from a vendor organization and then also as part of this whole process that we've been talking about this week at the conference about looking after your people looking after stop differentiating between customers and staff and you know we're all people and we should all be communicating amongst ourselves and listening I mean, I mean does that work for you guys in terms of like going and listening to your different service desk clients as well it's a gold mine isn't it really people telling you what they want from you yeah. you can't get anything better in terms of feedback and, and process improvements than i mean we all know what good customer service looks like it's what you want from john lewis or you know sainsbury's so it's it, we all know as customers what we would like to be treated like and I think if you just take a little bit of that onto the service desk which uh, our team are, are very good at, you give good service, you know, because it is a bit of a thankless task, we all know that, we, nobody, but, I mean a couple of people said it yesterday, nobody phones you to tell you everything's working, it's going really well, you know, we, we, we're contacted because something's gone wrong, but if, if you have a little bit of that, well what, what would it feel like for me? as the customer, uh, if you keep that in the back of your mind and, and listen to what they want from you, then I think you're, you're halfway there. So I'm lucky because our customers do tell us when we're doing right. So that we have to put the listening mode to do what they want, but when we give them what they want, they give us the laugh back, like seated on the road, where we ask our customers to just invite us to work with them for a day. And I get to go to amazing places, see amazing things, and do amazing stuff. Like I've been to South Africa for an organization charity called Mother to Mother, and I worked with them for a day. I've been here in Oxford, worked at their shop for a day. So they do appreciate us, and, and, and that's amazing that we can get there, and they do tell us that it's, that it's okay and we're doing good. And I think I see that as a family. I do, appreciate, I do understand what you're saying, as an end user there is a problem that understanding the service that the, the customer service you want is the same as you said in every, in every shop and everything. And, and, but I guess that social media these days do provide you the ability to get also good feedback. Because they will tell you that you're doing good. Even with likes or shares or whatever, so you do know. And that is amazing because with listening and understanding, you can get that kind of engagement. <clears throat> it's all about engagement. How do how do we maintain that? I mean, you know, it, it's you get to certain levels. You you guys have all won or achieved, you know, excellence. There's this you know saying that says you know it's the, the first part is getting there. The, the hard part is staying there. I mean, could I ask you all, all three individually what, how you would propose to maintain 
your standards over the, the next year or, or beyond? Yeah, um, I think I think for us, we, we you know it kind of summed it up that we're kind of at the end of one journey of just getting to this award, but it's the beginning now of, of our next journey. We, we we've benchmarked ourselves. We, we've you know you've come an award winner. It kind of ticks the boxes that what we've been doing over the last number of years is right. Um, so pushing that forward for the next two years or three years, it's continually to listen back to our customers, see what they want. You know, something we, we introduced uh, back end of last year was training our analysts to actually listen out for when people weren't happy on the phone. So, and I'm proactively saying, well, would you like to raise this as a complaint or, and we'll put a service improvement in place? Because, you, see, you know, people come through and our, our complaints weren't that high as a percentage. And we were like, this isn't right because you say the perception out in, in the, the business they think, oh, you know, IT slow, this, that, and the other. And we were like, well, let's, you know, challenge them and give that them that opportunity to, to give us that immediate feedback. But I think the other benefit that we got out of that is for the actual guys taking the calls, they actually started to understand and, and had that kind of emotional tie to say, yes, you have actually received not a great service, but I tell you what, we will log that and we'll put it as an improvement and we'll we'll make sure that. We always continually improve on it, so I think it's it's knowing where we are, continuing with what the service that we're providing, uh, and seeing how we can enhance it. Uh, and we've got plans in place now uh, for for new system tools. Uh, really interested yesterday about the the chat and, and how we can introduce that now into the into the service desk. And and going out and, and being more of a business analyst instead of taking the faults. Let's start going out and say. Do you know if you know we were talking about um, mobile devices? If you put this now into social services, these are the business benefits you're going to get. So we want to go out and sell IT now instead of being that kind of reactive, uh, what we've always been probably for the last five or so years. I have to say, I'm amazed what you said because we've been talking and saying that to people that IT should take action, yeah. should take listen home, should that, and, and everything that is going on, like the hot topics like shadow IT and mm. everything, if the IT will be listening more, they will be active. Yeah. So all of those hot topics will not be on the table <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, embrace technology, understand the atmosphere that they're working with, and the old conversation of business versus operation, you are the business. Mm. Yeah. That's that's the main understanding, you are the business. I'm, 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 I'm really, I mean, Hats off to you guys. <laughs> yeah, we've got um, plans in place. Obviously, we're replacing our tool set, which is going to be a big, um, a big undertaking. But um, we're not looking at it as just a get rid of Amdocs and, and bring a shiny new tool yeah, set yeah. in. It's it, we're fundamentally changing the way we work, the processes. Um, we're we're looking to bring our the access control side of our team into. Uh, you know, and, and have it as one team, kind of uh, all managing service requests, as it were. Um, and I think we're just going to build on some of the really good stuff that that we um, we showcased uh, as part of the, the accreditation and, and getting the five star taken, like you've you've both said, uh, out to the the rest of the business because we are part of the business, obviously. And um, we're an internal desk, so we look after internal colleagues. Um, but it's it's about going out there and, and taking their um, proactively getting their issues from them, going asking you know is there anything we can do? Does it you know does your laptop take 
two minutes to boot up in a morning, do you always go and make yourself a cup of tea because it, it's so long, but you wouldn't ever think about ringing the service desk because it's just something that you put up with. So that that's for us, it's about going out there and, and trying to make the people that, that serve our external customers' lives easier by, by being there and, and just taking some of the pain out of, of the IT that, that's provided to them. Removing the pain and, and yeah. increasing the happiness. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Sarah, what, what, what are your plans going forward in terms of world domination for, <laughs> but I mean, in t but it also in terms of using this as a kind of stepping stone or lever to, to develop the business and, and this, the quality of service that you deliver? First again, we, we would listen to our customer. That's the only thing we need to do is keep the, the conversation we have with round tables and again I'm going to see the world because I'm going to work with so many amazing IT teams around the world and to see what is going on, what they need, what, what we can give them and they would tell me what we needed to do. There is one thing we started now that actually came from IT people. There is an old question about what exactly an IT person do? And we tried to struggle it so many times in CSAID and we failed. So now we, we have a new initiative called the IT Log, where we developed an app and it's available for Android and iPhone. You download it and you've got 30 second video that you can video. And we're not looking for anything amazing, just your day to day. And we started to get videos already from all over the world. And by four months, we're going to have like a documentary that just state what an IT person or service this person do. Mm. And even through that, we see that we all do the same. We all struggle with the same. The languages may change, but we all do the same. We all have the same challenges. And again, that also just demonstrates the amazing family we have, because we just broadcast this to our customer and, and they all the engage. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of relaxed. I know that in regards to businesses, it's really hard there to, as a vendor to set a message. And you know everybody can say family and everybody can say happiness and everybody say they can give it good service, but nobody understands that. So winning their award and doing amazing things like the IT log and following it through and our community, that will send the message that what I'm so passionate <coughs> about as the CEO and all organization is true. We are different. We are there for them. If it takes me to travel the world to to do that, if we invest in crazy stuff like the IT log, that's fine. I'm up for it. <laughs> that's who we are. I mean, that does sound like a real kind of wow factor, you know, um, picking up the data from what people are doing, ident you know, pushing that out to everybody, everybody else. I mean, it's quite interesting from the vendor point of view because I suppose some vendors would take the view that that their role is to lead or innovate you know so for them to come up with new stuff you're saying you you, you just want to find out what people want exactly yeah exactly and i think again you when people are complaining you always think you know better than them or they think they they're okay he has a problem but from business perspective i know this is not important mm. so i'm saying no they're all of us put together are smart and if I get the message across from a lot of people, this means that this is what I need to do. 
and this is what they need help with. And we do it possible with the community, with the messages about BYOD and shadow IT. And we're not just stating it, we're giving tips and we're providing good uh, place for other thought leaderships to be out there from other vendors if we think it's value to our customers. We really don't think that it's important where. We just think if you need it, we will find a way to provide you the, the information, the assistance, the tool, whatever. Essentially, I was talking to somebody earlier that, at the break who was, who was still quite kind of wasn't convinced about BYOD and you know and just well, it's, it's not it's not as if it's whether it's going to happen. It, it ha you know it, it has. has yes. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it no. really. You could try to stem the tide, but it's I mean it's literally out there, isn't it? Yeah. We've got. We, we went past the point uh, a number of years ago that it used to be um, when we all first got laptops in our houses, they were like, you know, the, the broadband was awful, everything was slow and you went into work and everything just worked and it was amazing. And now oh, yeah. it's completely reversed. Everything you're doing at home is brilliant, faster, you know, the GUI is much better. It's all about, you know, devices. And you go into work and you're like, oh, yes. it's so slow. Why does it do that? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, we've, like I say, a number of years ago, we, we kind of reversed that trend. And I, I just, it's come, it's come and gone, BY. It's almost, you know, we're literally at the point where we're starting to think about wearables. You know, it's, it's, it's an X trend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this trend has expired. Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing that people think still that it's not going to happen. No. Whenever I'm going out and talking about it, and the first policy I, I suggest is bring your own support. Do you really think that you can bring your own support is a good policy? Because your people have been hunted by Wi-Fi, password, mm -hmm. and username, and they don't log a ticket, they just pass you, but it's still resources and time from your team to do that. So you're already invested in that, so do it good. I mean, you're all already swamped as it is, so just understand and engage. Okay, I mean, time is just catching up with us. I mean, just like to, to round off with what your brief thoughts are for the future I mean, in terms of the next year. What, what, what new things do we think is going to happen in the next year? Exciting challenges for, for each of you. I'd, I'd like to know what your priorities and your struggles are currently as well, if you can kind of shoot on that into the short time that we have. Sorry, but <laughs> 15, se 15 seconds each. So yeah, you, you're on this kind of crest of the wave at the moment. You mentioned tools, you mentioned tools, you mentioned the new stuff. Yeah. Um, so what's, what's, what's coming up for all of you, I suppose, is a simple question. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think for us to say it's a tool, um, but that's going to completely change our way that we're going to be supporting. Uh, so we're going to have a lot more automation. Uh, a lot more empowerment of the actual clients and the users that we support. Uh, so giving them the, the functionality that they want at their desktop instead of having to pick the phone up to us. But we're still there actually um, providing that, that valuable support. And I think it, it's again going out and, and showcasing uh, what we can do and the collaborative work we can do with other companies. Uh, you know, local government's very big on everybody within local government does exactly the same thing. So from a shared service perspective, you know, come to us, we've got all this knowledge, it's single platforms, it's, it's cost saving, it benefits. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you know, it, and taking that new technology, uh, our directors, our elected members are very 
key they go to to, to national government or you know central government and the person next to them has got this new great device and they come back and say, I want one of them so it's say well that's fine so we'll take it we sell it to our, our executives and then they can spread the word so mm. I think it, it, it's very exciting times and all the new devices that you know it's a, it's kind of a daily basis that they come to us and say can we do this can we do that and they come with their business requirement and we take back the technology uh, although you know some people come and say I want an iPad uh, where you say, well, what do you want to use it for? Uh, but yeah, it, it's looking at what we can provide to, to them to, to enable them to to do their job better. I think for us, it's um, <coughs> so one of the things that really uh, hit home over the past couple of days has been that good service is no service. So um, that kind of getting back to where we're, or going forwards to where we're eliminating those kind of dumb transactions and getting the, the, the automation into password resets, for example, so that the, the guys on the desk have got the opportunity to actually add value. And I think that's what the biggest thing about uh, achieving the five star for us has been we've shown, we've showcased that we are actually not just a cost center, we can we can add value um, internally as a, as a service desk and a, a great team of, of very good and very capable people. Okay, sounds exciting. Sounds good. Sarah, you, you, you have gonna, the last. So. We're going to tackle the world. <laughs> I mean, we've got the fun to talk about stuff like shadow IT and BYOD and embracing technology. And the crazy message is that that there is no uh, operation versus business. You are the business. So we're going to keep talking to our customers about all of that technology, like hard bleeds and they're always going to put challenges for us immediately to help our customers struggle and I guess that together we would try to understand where is the future of IT. I know it's a message that is out there with a lot of speculation on how the IT is going to look like with SaaS and services uh, as a solution but um, we're going to investigate it this year together as our customers we will get there ideas and if anything is needed we will implement the tool to make sure that BYOD will not jump on on them when it's already here provide them what they need before. So I mean the big message that, that has come out and is, is around at the moment is this collaboration, people working together, breaking down the barriers, yes. the, the future, whatever the future is we don't know but what we do know is that, that it's not silo. It's not a siloed world. And you mentioned shared services, and you know, actually going beyond IT and and business coming into IT sounds an exciting time. It's a great time to work in IT, really, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know, you're saying about that collaborative work, and you know, the contact centres have actually come back into our service desk uh, to see what the good practices that we put in place. And, and for me, it's kind of a complete switch of the contact centres were always kind of the people who knew how to run a big operation, but they've come back and said, so how are you doing it and how, how, how are you now on that really, really great journey? So we're sharing, and you know, events like this is great for, for networking and, and talking to other people. And it's just great to know that there's other like-minded people that you can pick the phone up to and, and have a chat with. It's, it's really good. I'm one of the previous people to get to see a lot of news because everybody thinks they're on or on. They are the only one who's dealing with this issue, yeah. and I can see it over and over again. And, and <coughs> just you know, making them understand that, that 
other people there and they can keep their minds and mm. they get their ideas. Again, it's sharing and listen. Listening, absolutely. Well, I hope our listeners have enjoyed uh, the conversation uh, for the last little while. Just like to say congratulations to you all again and thank you very much for, for joining us. You are all thank awesome. You. High five. High five, yeah. We're all women. I know. We are all women. Amazing. That's definitely a high five moment. Sorry, Bart. Sorry, Bart. Okay. Yet again, yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. And signing off for now. Talk to you next time. Sysaid is a leading provider of IT service management solutions, serving over 10,000 companies worldwide. Its affordable, innovative and intuitive ITSM software is 100% driven by its customers, inspired by their evolving needs in constantly changing business and IT landscapes. To learn how Sysaid can improve your IT environment and better your IT service delivery, please visit www.sysaid.com.